Here's what's cooking on the day's sports stove local hour. We're talking EKU women's basketball, EKU men's basketball, and EKU baseball with some great guests tonight. We're going to get to all of it. That's what's cooking on the day's sports stove local hour. McKinney looks, steps to the pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. Now is the time to join the flavor revolution at RighteousFelon.com. Use the code STOVE15 at checkout. You're going to get 15% off your purchase. Welcome in. I'm your host, Vince Stover. Typically, I'm joined by Ryan Jackson, but tonight, due to some class uh, and homework issues, uh, not able to be with us, so he'll hopefully he'll be back with us next week as well. But we've got a absolutely loaded show ready for you today. In just a few moments, we'll talk with Jasmine McGinnis-Taylor from EKU Women's Hoops. Um, absolutely had a blast on Saturday out at the game and against North Alabama and looking forward to talking to her about that and the season so far and the season ahead as well. After that, we'll be joined by Silas Schaefer, the catcher from EKU Baseball. Uh, he's the one uh, taking over the reins behind the plate after uh, Will has graduated and moved on uh, to bigger things. And so we're excited to talk to Silas about the upcoming season. And then after that, We've got EKU men's basketball guard Leland Walker joining the show as well. So we're packed full tonight, and we're looking forward to it. Let's get it kicked off, though, with our first guest of the evening. Uh, she is uh, a first-year player here at EKU, but she's making her presence known. Uh, it is the one and only Jazz Money or JMT or Jasmine McGinnis-Taylor. Jasmine, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Doing wonderful. I really do appreciate you coming on. And I'll tell you what, one of the things I love about the seats that they give us down there on the baseline during the games is we get to be up close and kind of see the um, the attitude that goes with the playing of basketball as well. And I have been enamored by what you brought to the team this year because really up until this season, Coach Todd has not had um, a, any depth really at that post position. And uh, now he does have that, and you're kind of leading the way with that as well. So um, how has your adjustment to EKU been since coming in? Um, I think my adjustment's been pretty good. I know it's hard coming from a school and living 11 hours away, but I think I've adjusted pretty well. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're originally from Nebraska, correct? Yeah. And then you played at Illinois State as well. Now you come here. So the cold weather probably hasn't bothered you quite so much, right? Yeah, it's actually a lot warmer here than it is there. <laughs> yes, but it's just nothing, nothing to you at all. Um, yeah. Talk about, talk about. Let's talk about North Alabama first. The game this weekend um, was was a lot of fun. You guys really were in control of the game um, pretty much the whole way, but especially in the fourth quarter. And um, uh, the role that you're playing it, from everybody that I talked to on the girls' team in the past three years with Greg Todd has said. Coach Todd lets us play to our strengths. Um, do you find that to be true? Because it seems like that's true, but do you find that to be true? I think that is true, yeah. 
And what is it that, I mean, what brought you to EKU ultimately? What did you see here, the opportunity that was here that got you excited about coming here? I think just the coaches were a big part of it. Um, they were really welcoming. They felt like a family when I talked to them. And also the girls, when I came here on my visit, they were really welcoming and they were really nice. So just being a part of that team that meshes well together. How does that work on the practice court? So I coach guys um, high school basketball. And one of the things that I deal with a lot is guys that get along off the court, but then once they get on the court, there's a little bit more conflict and, and more things like that. And especially at your level where you've got this very competitive nature, the whole team does. How are you guys able to find balance between, hey, we really get along, but when we're practicing, when we're going up against each other, we've got to, I don't know, turn it up a little bit? Um, I feel like we're all really competitive, but I think we don't let that get to us. Like, I think everyone still is really respectful to one another, and I think that's a huge part of being able to be with people all day because you're with them all day, every day, so you just have to be able to put that aside and just get along. Does a trip to Alaska help with those kinds of things, building that camaraderie with you guys? Yeah, it did help. We did a lot of team bonding while we were there. We went dog sledding, so it was really cool. Is that something you've ever done before? Anything like that? Yeah, yeah it's, it sounds like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of opportunity. We had um, uh, last week <laughs> someone tell us, they said, uh, you know, it was fun, but I, I don't think I'm ever going to go back to Alaska again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but talk about playing, though. I mean, you guys played against a really, really good team up there. You've also played against Tennessee this year as well. Um, what does playing that kind of competition do to help you guys um, on the court really come together to, to have a good, you know, especially conference play? I think playing against teams like that really show us, like, what we are capable of because I know when we were playing against Tennessee, um, we weren't really down by that much. So I think we know what level we're capable of playing to. So I think like when we get to conference, it just helps because we know like what standard we need to be at. Um, that Tennessee game. So I'm originally from Tennessee. Tennessee women's mm -hmm. basketball is, you know, an idol in Tennessee. And um, growing, I grew up in the Pat Summit era, so I'm a, I'm a little older than you. But um, that being said, having those opportunities, is there anything that stands out just having the chance to go down and play in, in a pretty historic place like Tennessee? Yeah, I think it was really cool being able to play in their gym and just seeing like what kind of atmosphere they play in because it's not like really what we're used to. So yeah. I think playing there was really cool. I mean, it's just like a lot of fans like up around you. So it's cool to see how they play in Tennessee. You know, the atmosphere at EKU, it's something that I'm trying to help with as best mm -hmm. I can. I, like, I just encourage people like I think your team is as fun as any other team in any other sport at EKU. I love watching you girls play. And I just sit there. I, I come to as many games as I can. And when I get there, I'm just like, where is everybody? Where are yeah. students at? You know, things like that. Do your sales pitch for why people should come out. I, I've given mine a million times. But give your sales pitch for why people should come out and, uh, and watch and cheer on and support your girls. Um, I think people should come out because, like you said, we have really good energy. It's really fun and exciting to watch us. Um, I think a lot of people don't like to come to girls' games because they think they're more, like, slower pace or whatever the reason is. But I think we do play pretty fast, and like I said, I think it's exciting to watch us play. I agree 100% with you, Jasmine. I, I've been trying to tell people, like, the defensive aggression that you guys have is is incredible and fun to watch. You've got all these – small 
fast electric guards this year. You know, I mean, Aliche has been around for a while, so we've gotten to know her pretty well. Um, Ivy comes in now. Uh, Caitlin's playing more now as well. And so you're just seeing this, the energizers uh, that they are to lead kind of everything. And then this year, like I said, for the first time in the Greg Tott era, you have post players that are getting blocks, rebounds, kickouts, um, points. Everything's coming from you guys in the post, which just Coach Todd hasn't had that up to this point uh, in his time here at EKU. To me, you guys are such a complete team, which is what makes you so fun to watch because you've got everything. Now, granted, Coach Todd said this weekend, you know, we have, we've had a hard time finding where our offense is going to come from. Um, so you were a big part of that this weekend and, and seemed to be a growing part of that offensive style. Where is that offense ultimately going to come from as you guys get into the heart of your conference schedule? I think it's going to come from just uh, being move the ball. I know um, we have a lot of guards that can shoot the ball pretty well. So just them trusting us that like if they throw it inside, we'll get the ball back out to them and they will be able to knock down those shots. So we need them to shoot those shots too. But um, just playing inside out and just being able to move the ball back and forth, I think will really help us in conference. What's the strength of your individual game, would you say? Um, probably in the posts mostly, but um, I feel like I'm good passing the ball too. Like if a double comes to me, I feel like I'm good at seeing that open person and being able to pass the ball back out to them. Yeah, I was actually – that's kind of where, where I was leading to. I feel like you got good vision um, in the post for when you receive the ball. It's not just a head down to the rim, but it's making the right play um, there once you have it as well. And talk about the girls that are uh, in the post with you because it's been really fun to watch this year. Um, Stiera, of course, is, he's, she's been a bully down there as well. Uh, Rafi's got some, some run down there too. Um, how do you guys push each other just in that – practice setting and support during the game as well. Um, I feel like we push each other in practice because we know like what each other are capable of. Um, Sierra does a really good job of blocking shots as you've probably seen, but um, Raph also does a good job playing the post too. I think Raph is actually a good like stretch five. Like she's pretty strong in the post, but she can also knock down those threes and like those short mid range shots. But um I also think that Bridget does a good job too, challenging everyone in practice. So, yeah, and Bridget, you know, unfortunately for her, she's lost some playing time um, this year because of that depth. But she is a valuable piece and a veteran piece to this this group as well. She's been around for a while um, here. We absolutely love Bridget. Had her on. She was our first girls basketball player we've had on this year, actually, um, and and love and support Bridget too. Talk to me about this coaching staff. We, you know, I like to talk about Coach Todd a little bit with the players because he's so unique. He's so quiet, um, yet he's obviously still a really good coach. Have you played for someone with similar style, or is this a new style for you to play under? Um, my high school coach was kind of similar to him. Like He was on the quieter side, but like if things got rowdy, then he would definitely have something to say to the refs. But um, I like playing for him because I don't like coaches that – like to scream and do all that crazy stuff. But I think he does a good job of uh, being composed, but still like talking to the refs for us. Yeah. Um, and then I always like to bring up Coach Brown as well. Um, her vast experience. Um, have you been able to lean on that at all? Like, are you able to see, wow, she's actually been there, done that. And how has that helped you having her on the staff? Yeah, I think 
having Coach Brown has really helped me and, you know, she does have that experience. So it's always good having a coach like that because you can go to them for anything and they usually always know the answer. And I feel like she just does have a lot of knowledge that's really helpful to all of us. Yeah, I'm still getting to know the rest of the staff a little bit more, but I've had a chance to talk to her a little bit um, as well. And Coach Todd, of course, you've gotten to talk with him a lot. And just love the staff and love what they're building. Um, let's talk about what's ahead now. You guys uh, had a great non-conference uh, schedule and, and uh, record. Struggled in the first couple of games, but then it looks like you guys have got it together now, winning three straight. Um, how are you guys feeling about what's ahead with the rest of conference play and that idea of winning the conference and making the tournament at the end of the year? Um, we're feeling pretty good for what's ahead. I think um, winning these last three games, like it's just shown how if we stick together and we stick to the game plan that we'll come out successful. So I think that if we just keep playing together and not play on islands, then we'll have pretty good success later on. You guys get to go to Florida this week. Um, you got a game Thursday at Jacksonville, Saturday at North Florida. Um, are you excited to get to a little warmer weather? It's not, it's not a vacation for you guys, but still, it's no. kind of probably nice to get away from this a little bit, right? It'll be nice for the warm weather, but I think we know what they're, what we're there to do. So, yeah. yeah, I love it. Tell us something about yourself. As again, with the transfer portal, we love the transfer portal, but it's harder to get to know some players because they're not always here for very long. So tell us a little bit about yourself, about your upbringing and, and what got you into basketball as a whole. Um, okay, so I'm orig originally from Omaha, Nebraska. Um, I started playing when I was in first grade. Uh, my older sister played, so it was kind of just like I was always around it. So then I got into it too. Um, I used to play softball when I was younger too, but and swim, but those just weren't really my sport. So, um, yeah. And uh, and then stuck with it all the way through to now. What's the what's the future plans? Uh, what I I forgot to look up what you're majoring in, um, and and what your education's for. But what, what's the plans for? Uh, you gonna try to play professionally when you're done here? We got a couple EKU grads that are doing that right now. Yeah, I'm a Parks and Rec major, but I would like to play overseas after college. So that's something I definitely want to try to do later on. Yeah, awesome. Well, listen, I like I said before, I'm a huge supporter of you girls, um, uh, you ladies, and I'm I'm proud of what you guys are doing this year. I don't get to come to as many games as I want to because I've got games going on too. Um, but that being said, I can make it. I do, and uh, and love watching you guys supporting. You. Glad that you chose to come here and uh, and participate at EKU because it's made the team better. And uh, so we're excited about what's ahead. Congratulations to what's been accomplished, but as well, good luck to what's ahead for you. And Jasmine, again, we really do appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. That's Jasmine McGinnis-Taylor, EKU, women's basketball, soon-to-be superstar. If you don't know her yet, you need to get to know her. I'm telling you, uh, her play on the court is amazing, as well as the rest of the girls as well. And, uh, and as I keep telling you, you got to go out and support these ladies. Next home game is Wednesday, January the 31st. Stetson comes the down. It's country music night. Um, you missed out on the lasso guy this, this uh, Saturday that was there if you didn't make it to the game. But you got to come out for these things. EKU students, you got to show up. I'm not sure what you're doing. I, I was asking somebody today, did the students not know there was a game? Get out there. I'm telling you, the girls are fun. 
you will not regret going out to watch them. Support those ladies, um, and you're really gonna really gonna enjoy it. In just a couple minutes, we're gonna be joined by EKU baseball catcher Silas Schaefer. Uh, we've heard a lot about him coming into this year. Looking forward to him joining us next. But first, let's have a quick word from our sponsor, uh, title sponsors of Righteous Felon Jerky. Say hello to America's most wanted craft beef jerky. Over 15 flavors with all kinds of character. The number one jerky gift box and all natural black Angus quality made right here in the U.S. of A. Taste the flavor revolution at RighteousFelon.com. Use the promo code STOVE15 at checkout. That's RighteousFelon.com. Promo code STOVE15 at checkout. Welcome back to the Sports Stove, a local hour presented by the one and only Righteous Felon Jerky. Uh, I'm telling you, this is great stuff. Uh, and I know if you're here in Central Kentucky, you hear a lot about jerky. Uh, but I promise you, you will not regret trying Righteous Felon. Join the flavor revolution. RighteousFelon.com. They got all kinds of different flavors. Do you like spicy jerky? They've got it. Um, but what they have in every single form of every single flavor, excuse me, of jerky is tender jerky. It's the tenderest jerky I've ever had, full of flavor as well. They've got tons of things for you to try. Personally, I love the bootleg and barbecue. It's my favorite flavor that they have. Um, I also like the Soul Survivor, which is a Korean barbecue. They've got a teriyaki one that's really good. Uh, the Bourbon Franklin, that's sweet. The Fowl Capone, which is a turkey jerky. It's really good too. I'm telling you, they got all kinds of stuff for you and you need to try it out at righteousfelon.com. Use the code STOVE15 at checkout. That tells them that you listen to our program. It also gets you a 15% discount on every purchase you make at RighteousFelon.com. I just ordered um, jerky. It is uh, in, in route uh, to my house via FedEx. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting some more of that in here very soon as well. And uh, so, yeah, make sure you get yourself some jerky uh, as well. I also want to let you know about IPM Pests and Termites, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. If you live in Central Kentucky, so that's Richmond, Berea, Lexington, all surrounding areas, uh, you need to uh, call IPM with any pest needs that you have. They really specialize in preventative pest maintenance, so to keep the bugs out of your house completely. But if you got bugs in your house or mice this time of year, you can call IPM. They'll take care of you. You can get more information at myipm.com. Uh, coming up in just a moment, we're going to talk to the new catcher. Uh, he was around last year as a redshirt, but uh, he's the new catcher this year for EKU Baseball, Silas uh, Schaefer. We're going to talk to him about the upcoming season. Friday, February the 16th is first pitch. It'll be at Auburn, a three-game series at Auburn before going to a one-game against Vanderbilt in Nashville. Uh, and then they have their home first home series, February the 23rd through the 25th against Oakland, right here in Richmond, Kentucky at Earl Combs Stadium. We are looking forward uh, to the baseball season getting started. And uh, I've been talking about this idea of just how amped I am about baseball right now. I'm a huge Packer fan. They lost on Saturday. They're done. They're out of the playoffs. So all my focus has turned to baseball now. And uh, it really is getting – and today felt like baseball weather, honestly, um, even though the snow's still on the ground. It finally we're able to feel your fingers and toes when you're out there um, as well. And so we're really excited about the baseball season coming up. And one guy that we've heard a whole lot about heading into this baseball season is the catcher, and his name is Silas Schaefer. He joins us now on the local hour. Hey, Silas, how you doing? Good. How are you? 
I'm doing wonderful, man. I appreciate you coming on. I'm excited to talk to you today because your name keeps coming up. Um, I talked with Coach Pro a couple of weeks ago, and um, and without too much prodding, your name popped up with him talking about uh, the opportunity that you have this year. Last week, um, we brought in Joe Clancy. He, your name came up with Joe as well. We talked about you a little bit there. People are excited about what you're going to bring behind the plate, and you're replacing a legit legend at EKU and Will. Um, so talk a little bit about the um, what came before you and now the kind of the shoes that you're filling coming into this year. Yeah, Will was obviously a great player, and um, he was awesome to be around. Um, he probably doesn't know this, but I tried to watch his every step to learn some stuff to add to my game. Now, whether it was him, the way he handled himself in the locker room or communicated with the pitchers or even the way he practiced. Um, I tried to watch everything he did to pick be, pick bits and pieces to, of it to add to my game. What's one thing that you really pulled from what, from watching him um, that you can say, man, I, I was immediately able to put that into my game or my life, whatever it may be, that you learned from him that you'd say, I know there's a lot of things that you saw, but maybe one thing that stood out to you. I would say the thing that stood out the most to me was just the way he led the team and his leadership role. He was really good with the pitchers. He communicated with them. He didn't just catch the pins, you know. He gave them feedback, and he was always around to help them out. Now, one thing that's drastically different between you and Will is size. Um, you're a much bigger person than Will is. Um, and Joe talked about that last week. That he actually likes throwing two bigger catchers. Um, and, uh, I, I, what, well, let's start, let's start, let's go back a little ways. What got you into baseball? What, what was it that really kicked, kicked with you that you said, this is what I want to do? You know, I played, um, all three sports growing up, but I think baseball was just, it was in my blood. My dad played baseball. Um, so he kind of led me in that direction. And when was it that you realized, Hey, I actually got a shot. I can go, go play this in college. And uh, kind of start to realize, hey, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at this. I would say the first time I realized I had a real shot was probably my sophomore year of high school. Um, I, I had a growth spurt and grew a little bit. I was always a smaller kid growing up. So um, I kind of grew into my body a little better. And I knew that if I worked hard, I would have a chance. Now, if you didn't play uh, catcher, what position would you play? Um, I would probably be a pitcher. I pitched a lot in high school, so um, I I like pitching. I'm fond of pitching, but I like to hit too. Yeah. So, is there any conversation that says, "Hey, coach, if you get in a pinch, and uh, you know you you need an extra pitcher," there's a lot of pitchers on the team, uh, but you know, you say, you know, coach, if you need somebody, I, I'm here for you. I think he's uh, wants me to stay back behind the plate as much <laughs> as I want to pitch. I think yeah. he. Back there, you know, Coach Prothro, he prides himself and the staff on being honest. And we've talked to players about this. Like they don't, they don't beat around the bush with you guys. Um, they they tell you what it's going to be like, and and so you, you don't have to guess too much. Um, do you like that aspect from the staff? Oh, I love it. Um, I think all the guys love it. It's um a great. We know what to expect going in. I mean, every day we come in there and. He's got the list out of what we're doing, what times to be there. Everything's straightforward and handed out to you. So there's no beating around the bush about anything. 
Now, let's talk about some of the other guys uh, there with you. Hayden's been around um, for, for a little bit now. Um, he's older, senior as well. Um, you got Boone there as well, Boone Sheevy. So um, what are, how do you guys um, push or help each other uh, throughout, especially this, this time of year, working up to the season? Um, we really help each other out a lot. Um, Hayden, he's been around the game for a long time, a lot longer than me. And so is Boone. We pick each other apart, whether we're just working on our own or working in a catcher group. We try to help each other. If he sees something that he thinks I can improve on, um, they'll give me pointers, and that's what I want. That's the way it should be. Now, you're from Mount Vernon, played at Rockcastle County. Um, was there any thought about trying to get away from home or was staying close to home something you wanted to do? Um, at first, I thought maybe I wanted to be away from home, but now I know that being close to home is pretty important to me. So yeah, I like it here in Richmond. Yeah. You know, it's funny um, at, at your age, uh, I, I have to think way back. I'm, I'm much older than you, but I have to think back, man, I wanted to get a, as far away from home as I could. And I did, I went a pretty good distance away from home. Um, but now I have kids who are sophomore. I got a kid who's a sophomore in high school and I'm sitting there going, you know, you don't have to go that far away. Like, <laughs> you know, those kinds of things. But I'm going to guess that one of the highlights that that you'll see this year, and, and I'm sure you've seen already, but is that family can come to games and you can have people around. Friends can come to games. And uh, and having that support system close, close by, I think is probably really helpful. Have you found that to be true so far? Yeah, it's very helpful. My little brother and my little sister both, she plays softball and he plays football, basketball, and baseball. So being able to go to their games and watch them and be around them, it's, it's really important to me. Yeah. Um, how, well, I'm trying to think of the, the best way to ask this question. So when I was talking to Coach Pro on the show, um, baseball's hard for me because of all the, the movement that goes on. It's hard to know who's playing, who's going to start where, all that kind of stuff before the season starts. It's hard for me to know without just point blank asking Coach Pro throw who's playing where. Um like I said, he brought your name up without me prodding. And and so to have that, know that Coach Pro has that confidence that, hey, you're the main guy going in. Other guys will get opportunities too. Um, but, I mean, they're looking at you as, as the guy right now. What does that do to boost your confidence? It boosts my confidence. But as a team, I think we all have confidence in each other. No matter who they put out there, we have enough confidence that they're going to get the job done and help the team win. All right, so let's talk about some uh, some some non-important things, all right? Walk-up song when you're getting up to bat. What, what's playing? I'm not sure. I've actually been talking with my roommate trying to figure something out. Um, something definitely probably country. Okay, all right. Who's your roommate, by the way? Connor Davis. Okay, uh, so uh, who's your favorite? Who do you, If you're just putting on one artist, um, who, who is it? I listen to a lot of Riley Green. Okay. All right. Um, let's talk about um, hitting hitting the ball as well. What's what's the strength of the bat for you right now? Is it power? Is it placement? What's what's the contact? What's what's your strength on the bat? Um, before I got to Eastern, I would have probably said it was more contact, hard low line drives. But since I've got to Eastern and started really lifting weights, I think my power has increased. So I would say that's my biggest strength right now. Is that the biggest adjustment to college life? Was the strength and conditioning aspect, or was it studies? Was it something else that 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 transition was was most difficult? 
I would say for me, the most important thing was putting on some weight and some muscle. I came in probably 180 and now I'm like 202. So it makes the game a lot easier to play. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see here. Uh, if you weren't playing baseball, what would you be doing? Probably in the woods deer hunting. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, and uh, let's see here. So venison, a, a big part of your life? Uh, yeah, I do eat a lot of venison. Me and my roommate both love it, so we keep the <laughs> freezer stocked. Uh, who on the team is the hardest person to understand when they're talking? I would have to say Jack Waters. He's from Australia. Okay. It's yeah. a bit different for me. I, I mean, I'm from around here. I don't hear that much, so he's a little, yeah. little hard to understand. It's fun, I would assume, going from Mount Vernon to a college D1 locker room um then dugout where you've got guys from all over the place um a lot of variety in that in that uh that dugout right now as well um outside of connor who's your roommate we'll, we'll take him out of this um who is somebody that maybe you would say that unexpectedly you formed a pretty close bond with um i would say i have a pretty close bond with joe clancy okay um, and also ron franklin He's yeah. from Louisiana. I think me and him may be a little different, but we get along real well. I could see that, actually. Yeah, as you say that, that makes sense. Uh, and Ron's been around for a while as well. And there's a, there is a, a connection between Louisiana and, and Kentucky, and especially certain parts of Kentucky, too. Um, I could see that. I can see that for sure. Um, who's the, the most fun to catch uh, of the pitchers? Oh, I love catching them all. There's no way I could pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, we want to create some some uh, some controversy here controversy. on this show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, who throws the hardest? Um, I would say Luke Reed. He's pretty hard, and um, yeah, I would say Luke. Who's got the nastiest breaking ball? I would have to go with Riker. Riker Walton. He's pretty good. He's got a great breaking ball. Nice. Um, going into this season. Um, what's the one thing that you're going to try to improve on from right now until uh, end of the regular season of this of this season? Um, I, I, I want to keep improving on my catching. Um, I feel like, you know, you only hit three or four times a game. You're out there catching for nine innings. So yeah. I feel like it's important to be good behind the plate. Um, would you consider yourself – where would you grade yourself when it comes to framing pitches? Um, I've definitely improved a lot since the fall. I'm not sure where I would grade myself, but I've definitely improved. I worked a lot this winter, and it's becoming yeah. easier for me now. Talk about your staff real quick, um, the coaching staff, and and how they've helped specifically. You know, I mean, I, Coach Bro is who I know the best out of the staff, but I know you got guys that are working with you. You've got a coach specifically working with you. How those guys helped helped in in specific ways to to get you ready to where you're at right now? Oh, they've done it all. Um, Coach Pro, he was a catcher, so he knows a lot about the position. And Coach Bowen, he helps us a lot with catching. So they helped me a lot, and they've improved my game. And on the hitting side, Coach Jones, I feel like he knows my swing better than anybody. And he's really improved my game over the past fall. Who's the guy on the team that you say, you know, I need some fatherly advice. I need to go to a guy that has some old wisdom. Um, what player on the team would you go to for that? Definitely Ryan Yates. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I love it, man. I love it. Now, um, we, we no pressure, but make sure the walk-up song's good, okay? We, we need I a will. good one. I'll do my okay. best. 
yeah, my my youngest son always likes the walk up song, so he, he's he pays close attention uh, to what <laughs> goes on with that. Um, do you know where you're hitting at in the order yet? I'm not sure. Wherever I can to help the team win, that's where I want to be. Yeah, well, we don't want that kind of answer, Silas. We want, we want. I want to, I want to hit here. Coach doesn't let me. I ain't playing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, that's that's good. Uh, we're looking forward to. I'm telling you, I'm so amped for baseball right now, um, and uh, I'm ready for it. I'm looking forward to late February when you guys are home for the first time against Oakland. But you guys start out uh, with some easy games: Auburn and Vanderbilt. Um, how excited are you to get to those get to those games? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to play in that environment. That's what I've dreamed of as a kid, and it's finally here. Yeah, man. I grew up in Middle Tennessee, and uh, my family hated Vanderbilt um, and everything except for baseball because they were really, really good in baseball, highly respected program, of course. And uh, I think it's neat that you guys get that opportunity. You guys get to host Kentucky this year, which is really cool. Of course, you'll play at Kentucky as well. Um, but I think that's pretty awesome too. Is is that kind of the game that you're looking forward to the most, or is there another game that you're looking forward to? Say when you saw the schedule come out, you go, "Man, I can't wait for that opportunity." Uh, yeah, of course, I'm excited to play Kentucky, um, but all the games really, I, I try to keep them the same in my head and be ready for them all. Yeah, well, I can I can respect that, um, uh, but uh, hopefully. Uh, listen, this could be a fun season, uh, no matter what. The schedule is going to be packed full. You guys have, uh, I told Coach Pro, hey, thanks for taking it easy on the guys. Um, <laughs> the schedule's a, a packed full schedule. Non-conference is tough. The A-Sun's a tough conference as well. Uh, but we know you guys are ready for it. We're excited to support you. We'll be there as often as we can as well. Um, so, Silas, uh, good luck, man. Uh, thanks for coming on the program, and we're looking forward to what the season holds for you. Thanks for having me. Hey, not a problem. That's Silas Schaefer, catcher. At EKU Baseball, and like I said, man, uh, when Coach Pro is that excited about a guy, it just gets me that that much more excited about it as well. We're looking forward to what the season holds. Let's take a quick break. Uh, in just a few moments, we'll be joined by EKU basketball player Leland Walker. Uh, first, a word from a couple more of our sponsors. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest the termite today at myipm.com that's myipm.com welcome back into the sports stove a local hour and uh, man we've had two great guests on so far tonight with jasmine mcginnis taylor and silas schaefer and now it's time for guest number three he's the eku sophomore guard leland walker on the program leland how you doing man i'm doing good how are you I'm doing excellent. I hope you're doing good. Five game win streak. Uh, that's that's usually usually doing pretty good. Yes, uh, if you don't mind, talk about that transition from non conference to conference play because you guys had a, a really tough non conference schedule, but you also guys had some bumps along the way in that non conference schedule. Yet you guys turned the page into conference play, and I mean, five wins is a good way to start it off. Yes, sir. So the, the transition was it was kind of crazy, but nobody gave up. So that's what really gave us transition into conference play. So to go into conference play and play hard during conference play, because when you're in conference play, it's time to win. So we had to start winning. Yeah. Did those bumps in non-conference play pull you guys together? I mean, you guys have been together. There's only a few new guys on the team this year. 
but did those bumps help build you guys closer and maybe prepare you for any adversity that could come along the conference schedule way? Yeah, the bumps helped us because I feel like it helped us real good because uh, we had, like, two conferences without the coaches. So it was just us. So I feel like that, like, brought, brought us together. And, yeah, I feel like it brought us together and we was good on um, going into non-conference. I mean, conference. How is the locker room different this year from last year? Again, you've got so many um, holdovers from last year. You still got Mike, who's been around for a long time. You got Coase, who's been playing basketball for a long time. Um, then you got you guys. You guys were all there last year for the most part as well. You know, you lose Cooper, you lose uh, Wardy, uh, you lose DK right before the season starts. But um, what's what's is there anything different in the locker room this year, just with growth and maturity? Uh, I would say uh, there's really not a difference in the locker room. We always been mature and, and done good things like that. So it's always been a fun, goofy locker room, and we all love each other. So yeah. I uh, I didn't get to come to as many this summer, but last summer when you guys were freshmen, you and Tayshawn were, were freshmen, um, I loved watching the way that you guys went at Mike and Cooper, um, not in a mean way at all, but in a competitive, um, challenging way. You guys never backed down, even being – I mean, Cooper was basically, what, 45 years old, something like that. Um, <laughs> you guys never backed down from anything there, and that tenacity carried over onto the court because obviously – you know, last year, Cooper brought so much defensive energy. And then you had Coase just come into himself last year and continue this year to get better on the defensive and offensive side of the ball. Yes, um, what is it about your personality that's able to come in as a freshman and just challenge from the get-go? Uh, my personality is always to come in and just be ready to grow, grow from everything that I do. So, And I love to compete, so that's I'm here to compete, so – I love to compete and get hard. So, yeah, all those things I'll say is like the, my personality. Tell me how um, a young person should buy into team play over individual play. Because obviously in high school especially, you have guys that can stand out as individually being the best on the team. But then when you get to the level you're at right now, even if you're the best on the team, it's not by a lot. Like everybody's a lot more similar at this level. So why should a young person buy into being a part of a team versus being an individual? Well, I could say that's kind of like how I thought of when I was coming into college. So mm -hmm. I feel like being a, a team person, it, it, it's a real big, big thing because without being a team person, there's not, not going to be a, a lot of winning. So you got to be a team person really to win. So you have to have a, like a good team and everybody have to be on the same page to win. So I feel like, Coming in as a freshman, you should always want to be a team player. Uh, talk about – let's talk about Coase first. Again, he uh, – the tournament last year um, is what Coach Hamilton says, man, we he just he just blossomed in that tournament. He's putting up 30 points. Um, he's getting the double-doubles, all that kind of stuff. He comes in this year, gets the triple-double uh, with blocks. I mean, it's just nuts to see what he's doing right now. Um, obviously, you guys love him. And and what does Coase bring to this team – um, that you guys desperately need? Uh, Coles bring uh, everything to, to the team. As you can see, he's a great finisher at the rim. He's a block. He block shots. He's one of the best blockers in, in, in the country. Uh, he does everything for us. He rebounds. So he's really like the heart of the team. So Coles, he just uh, put in work over the summer, and now it's, it's showing. And you guys have some guys that are more quiet in the way that they lead. Tay-Tay's one of those guys. Tay-Tay is a phenomenal basketball player. He has 
you know, he contributes in every area. Um, yet, I mean, it's not to say that he doesn't talk, but he's not, he's not a super loud, boisterous guy. Yeah, he's not super loud, but uh, he leads by example. So, you know, he comes in and works hard every day. So me coming in as a freshman, I just had to look up to him and uh, just build from his standard. Um, you guys played Bellarmine on Saturday, end up beating them by 12. Um, this is a team that that was depleted a little bit. They were shorthanded. Uh, they got a lot of injuries this year, stuff like that. What's the mindset with that? Because you can't you can't overlook teams like that. Um, Bellarmine's been really solid here in the past. They got a really good coach as well. How, how do you go into a game like that and keep your mindset up where you just know you're going to go, you know, pedal to the floor? Uh, we treat every game like it's our last. So we're trying to come out and win. So we didn't really think of Bellarmine as of all oh, they got players missing out. So we just like tried to keep our foot on the gas. But Bellarmine, they did come out hot and they came out ready to play too. I got to give it to them for that. Yeah, they were they were definitely, and that's one thing. I talked to the coach before the game, and I just asked him, you know, where I was just talking to him, and and he said, you know, we're man, we got guys hurt, we only got eight guys dressed, all this kind of stuff. He said, but he said we're going to come to play, and they did. They came to play, uh, but you guys overcame. Um, there's been a lot of talk when you came in as freshmen, uh, a lot of talk about you and the relationship you had with Tayshawn. You guys are like brothers, is the way that it's always been said. Um, how are you guys able to keep that kind of relationship and, and you know, help each other, push each other, challenge each other, all, all that going on at the same time? I mean, we uh, we push each other every day. Tayshawn's like my brother. We've been knowing each other since kids, so I treat him like my brother, and he is my brother. So we just push each other every day So to get where we want to be in life because we have the same goals, really. Do you guys compete off the court, some non-basketball stuff, like – um, do you compete in, in, in school stuff with classes or do you compete in food stuff? Like anything like that? Is it, is it a constant competition with you guys? No, nah, not really like that. Not really. Okay. So yeah, my boys, I got two sons and they're, they're just constantly at each other. They love each other, but they're constantly at each other. Um, how would you describe, you know, you already said brothers, but, um, has it always been that way? Just a, a friendly, just truly cared for each other relationship yeah i would say it's always been that way because as soon as we met i was like yeah he's like he's like one of me he's like the same person as me so i would say yeah yeah um kind of unimportant question here you guys took the transition to nike this year um yes, was that a was that a, a super positive thing for you was nike what you were used to before yeah. you came to you nike was always what i was used to growing up so me having to come to adidas was kind of crazy because i yeah. Like, I never wore Adidas before, so I feel like Nike was the one of the biggest transitions. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure you were pretty excited about that then because it seems like a lot of guys are that way where it's like, that's just what I always played with. And then I came to college and I had to change, all that kind of stuff as well. Um, does that partnership, Adidas partnership before the Nike partnership now, what is the, how does that help you guys as players? Because for us on the outside looking in, we just go, it's just a shoe. What does it matter? What does that relationship, though, with those those companies do for you guys? Uh, I would say a lot because, like, I would try to play in the shoes that I think who made the shoe, like the basketball shoe, I would try to play in their shoes because I feel like we do the same movements and stuff like that. And I feel like people on Adidas, it just wasn't, like, the same as it is with Nike because Nike, well, they don't have Kyrie anymore, but Kyrie was with Nike. But he was, like, I feel like me and him had to does the same thing on the court, so I would love to wear the same shoes. 
I got you. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about it from that angle before. Um, so is he who you kind of model your game after? Yeah, I model my game after Kyrie. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's quite the ball player, man. Um, and so are you. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not. Um, but that's that's big shoes to fill, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So um, you know, you're looking at your sophomore this year. You're looking at the future. Um, you know, how close do you feel you are? to achieving what your ultimate dream is? Uh, probably next year. Okay. Yeah. After the, after this season and next year. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome, man. Um, talk about EKU a little bit. Um, you know, obviously Adam has, uh, has a great relationship with you. Um, what have you learned about Richmond? What have you learned about EKU since you've been here that you go, you know what, this was definitely the right choice for me. I feel like it was the right choice because it's it's like it's kind of laid back. So like after practice, I can just chill. I don't have to worry about anything. So I feel like it was the right place for me then. And then my coaching staff just got got a lot of coaching staff and the, the energy that they bring to it. So it was great. Awesome. I was hoping you would say this podcast was a big portion. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> I know you're probably thinking, I wish these people would just let me go. Just let me have my evening. Um, Leland, listen, the basketball team's a blast. Um, we love A-Dub. He's one of our favorite guests on the show. And uh, and I tell you what, he's been so kind to me um, as well, letting me come to practices throughout the summers and things like that as well. And um, always appreciate uh, his support of us. But um, I'm looking forward to what's ahead. I mean, I, I admit, uh, non-conference play had me a little worried. I thought, oh, something's not clicking. Uh, but it's clicking now. You guys got it rolling uh, right now. Obviously, you have the support of the community as well. Um, if you don't mind the, the, the community support, the fans and things like that, how do you feel um, uh, the the growth from last year to this year? Have you noticed anything there? Uh, last year was kind of crazy, but the community and support during the during non-conference, they really like didn't give up on us. So the people that like come to the game, they really didn't give up on us. Like every time we go out, we see the same type of crowd. So I thank them for that, not giving up on us during non-conference to conference now. You guys are have the opportunity just by winning the conference to go to the NCAA tournament. What would that mean to you personally to make it to March Madness? Uh, making it to March Madness will be crazy, and yeah, that's probably that's a dream of mine too. I can uh, accomplish that this year. So yeah, make it to March Madness would be crazy. Yes, it would. Uh, man, I tell you what, like I said, you guys are a fun team and uh, a lot of fun to watch and support. And uh, you as well. You've been you've been dropping buckets uh, here as of late as well, uh, uh, scoring a bunch too. So I know that's always exciting uh, too. But hey, thanks for coming on the program. I know it's a Monday night. I appreciate you taking some time for us tonight. And uh, good luck the rest of the way, man. Okay, appreciate you. Yes, sir. That's Leland Walker, EKU sophomore guard. We're gonna take one more break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. But first, a word from all around grouping. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a veteran-owned company servicing Madison County and Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, sidings, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and so much more, All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Go visit allaroundroofingky.com. That's allaroundroofingky.com for more information. All right, welcome back to the program, the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Righteous Felon Jerky, IPM Pest and Termite, and All Around Roofing. Whew, what a show. 
three great guests. I really do appreciate them taking the time for us. Jasmine uh, joined us first. If you missed that, make sure you go back and listen wherever you get your podcast, the Sports Stove Podcast, or right here on the Sports Stove YouTube channel as well. Uh, then Silas Schaefer, catcher for EKU Baseball. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm telling you, I'm so ready for baseball season uh, to get here. And uh, and if you're out of the baseball games and uh, and I'm there, would you swing by and say hi? I would love to meet you as well. I know we got some parents um, that tune in. Would love to meet, kind of put faces to who's with what player and that kind of thing as well. And uh, then Leland came on and closed out the show for us today. And the EKU men are rolling right now. Congrats to them and good luck to them moving forward as well. Big thanks to KB and Alex for helping us get those interviews set up to the university, of course, as well. Um, hopefully next week, Ryan will be back with us. Like I said, didn't work out for him this week, but hopefully he'll be back with us next week. Follow us on social media at Sports Stove, Twitter and Instagram. And then if you like uh, other sports talk, uh, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, host the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show, uh, the senior fantasy writer from bellyupsports.com joins me, Kevin Wilson, and we talk fantasy baseball. It's every Sunday night, 8 o'clock on the Sports Stove YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts as well. If you just look up the Sports Stove podcast, it'll be on that feed. And then Wednesday nights, my dad joins me, and we talk all things major sports, so NFL, major league baseball, college, um, you know, different some college things as well. Um, and that's Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Um, you can join us there for that uh, program as well, and we'd sure love to have you on as well. We always appreciate your support. We appreciate you tuning in and hopefully you'll be with us again next week as well. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove.